listening to the Dale Upright Show. And now, your host, Dale Upright. All right, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday, November 7th. I'm going to read the headlines and then get right into the news. The first headline from the Daily Mail, Nashville school shooter Audrey Hale's manifesto leaked. Trans murderer vowed to kill, quote unquote, privileged white kids at Covenant School. So uh, this was uh, obtained, the manifesto was obtained by Stephen Crowder from Louder with Crowder. So hat tip to Louder with Crowder. The next headline is from a local uh, uh, news publication out of Nashville on the same story from WSMV investigation underway after release of alleged covenant shooters writings, Nashville mayor says. So the mayor has started up a, an investigation into the leak of the document. Uh, next headline from Vanity Fair, Trump is ahead of Biden in five out of six swing states, Paul says. And then the next door here uh, is uh, top Democrat strategist and top Obama aide David Axelrod posted on Twitter. He says, it's very late to change horses. A lot will happen in the next year that no one can predict. And Biden's team says his resolve to run is firm. He's defied CW before, but this will send tremors of doubt through the party, not bedwetting, but legitimate concerns. Next headline, judge tells Trump's lawyers to control him. That's from RT. Next headline out of Colorado Newsline, extremist expert testifies on Trump's violent rhetoric in Colorado 14th Amendment trial. And then the last article I have here from Zero Hedge, headline reads, Home Depot founder calls Biden a dunce, says president is a puppet. So um, go, getting back to the first story, uh, yesterday morning, Monday morning, um, Louder with Crowder posted the long-awaited, um, it's been almost eight months now, I guess, uh, or, or about eight months, um, manifesto that the police had um had said existed the basically the day after the shooting had happened um if you're not aware of the situation a uh transgender individual named aubrey hale um on march 27th shot and killed uh six children and adults at a uh school I believe the name of the school was the Covenant uh, Christian School in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. And um, like I said, the police had mentioned that there was going to be an investigation and that there was a manifesto and that they were planning on releasing it and then it never was released. I actually referenced this uh, in my podcast from uh, a couple a couple shows ago right after the uh, main mass shooting incident occurred with Robert Card. And I had uh, mentioned how this this uh, specific manifesto um, and the motives behind the shooting had been buried by mainstream media, 
the local police, um, basically because it did not fit the agenda. Um, and so they obviously, they, they always try and go after the guns. They talk about assault, assault style rifles and all that. And obviously with this person being a, uh, uh, at least from from the uh, released documents, a, um, uh, a left-leaning individual. Uh, this did not fit the agenda, so it was buried. And uh, Stephen Crowder's team at Louder with Crowder, uh, I guess they have investigative journalists. I didn't realize that. It's a pretty funny show. I, uh, I do enjoy it. I'm not a Mug Club member, but um, I would recommend if anybody wants to see the actual um manifesto or the three pages that were released um to head over to a uh, ladder with crowder's rumble page but um what i find uh quite interesting and a stark contrast is the media coverage and how um you'll see like with the uh, buffalo grocery store shooting or um the uh the kid that went and shot uh, a bunch of people at a uh, predominantly black church, how the motives are always released and the manifestos are always released. Um, basically, the day of, the day after, um, the week of, and it's always used. Um, and uh, President Biden has come out and said many times that you know white supremacy is the, the biggest uh, threat to our democracy. And so uh, a lot of people would argue, myself included, that you don't actually see very many white supremacist uh, uh, cases of violence in the United States. In fact, most people would say that they probably don't even know a white supremacist. Um, certainly there are many people that believe there is a war on white people, and it's probably from rhetoric like what the president says and what the FBI says which is that white people are the main threat or that white supremacy is the main threat even though you don't really see uh, very many cases at all but when you do and when there is a case or when there is a case that could be construed as white supremacy or racially motivated um, they will always, always release the motives, release the uh, the murderers' um, content consumption, whether they were watching Fox News or whether they were a part of the NRA, or you know they'll release every detail that they can find. And then with this uh, specific case with Audrey Hales, um, as soon as uh, as soon as basically word got out about the situation. Yeah, there was media silence and it was forgotten um, by by the mainstream media, but not uh, many of us who wanted to see or wanted to know for sure um, the, the motivation. And many of us uh, kind of guessed we're not really all that shocked um, about the motives. This was uh, she tar she targeted a Christian school that she had gone to um, previously in the past. And uh, in the manifesto, um, and this is part of the Daily Mail headline here, she uh, vowed to kill white privileged kids, and she also used some racial slurs. Um, so uh, that is basically what uh, what what a lot of people were um, thinking the motivation probably was, and this is just uh, 
evidence of that, and yet they tried to bury it. Um, and so I wanted to uh, basically highlight how the mayor is now opening an investigation into the leak. Um, and if you contrast that with uh, any other story, you would see that uh, any news publication would um, openly run this story if it fit the narrative, and any local police department would willingly give up the uh, the manifesto if it had fit the narrative. And uh, Crowder actually has, um, in today's episode he aired, I'm just going to play you a short clip. And uh, this, this little clip right here really contrasts the difference that you'll see in the mainstream media and the local police department's coverage of a situation like this, where the person is obviously a leftist ideologue versus somebody that fits the bill of the white privilege or racially motivated hate crime that the left is always blaming the right of. So I'm just going to play this clip real quick. We want to get right to that breaking news, an anti-Muslim terror attack in New Zealand. The prime minister there is calling it one of the nation's darkest days. A gunman attacked two mosques while hundreds of Muslims were praying. The man who is claiming responsibility and charged with murder is an extreme right-wing white supremacist. Ah. A total of 13 people were shot in what they're calling a racially motivated attack. In Jacksonville, Florida, four people are dead, including the gunman, after shooting inside a Dollar General store. Authorities held a news conference just a few moments ago saying the incident was racially motivated. And they quoted directly. Yeah. So there you can see, and that's, that's just a, a couple of examples. You can find many, many more. And um, all of those cases, those clips were released the very same day. And so now what the mainstream media is doing is they're basically saying, well, Crowder shouldn't have released this. And um, whoever leaked it to Crowder shouldn't have re uh, leaked it because um, now the people of Nashville have to go through the uh, the pain um, and grieve again. And uh, something about how it makes uh, people from Nashville unsafe, which I think is a, just an excuse. It's pretty obviously just an excuse because you can act, you can go up uh, you can pull up the video of the shooting online. The video of the actual Audrey Hale shooting um, is online for people to view. So to me, if um, if something was going to make people grieve who were involved, um, and and, and it, it is something that, that needs to be handled with sensitivity, and I don't think anybody, uh, certainly nothing that I've seen from Crowder's team has been... Uh, bloating or making light of the tragedy that happened. In fact, I would imagine that a lot of people involved would actually want to know the motivation. The first question that people always ask when something like this happens, when a mass murder happens, is why? Why? Why did the person do this? Um, and then subsequent subsequent questions um, like how? Um, how did they get to this point? Um, was there anything that law enforcement could have done? And a lot of those questions can be answered by the evidence that you find. And that's, you know, like I said, whenever it's uh, whenever the uh, narrative fits the agenda of the um, of the uh, mainstream media, the liberal bias, then that information is released right away. And it's always targeted at um usually law-abiding citizens and they are construed as something that they're not.
So that is uh, that is the top story tonight. The uh, next story I have is uh, Trump is leading in five out of six swing states. Now, I know what you're thinking, and that is, well, if the Democrats are losing on election night, they'll probably just stop the counting at 2 a.m. And that was my first thought. And also, polls are uh, reliably unreliable. I'll say that. And so uh, I wouldn't put too much stake into this, but it is interesting that even while Trump is going through all of these indictments and all of these um, court cases that he is still beating the sitting president in uh, five out of six swing states, they could just be putting this poll out so that uh, so that conservatives will sit home and not vote in hopes that uh, that will um, uh, give give conservatives and Republicans some type of um, feeling of, uh, well, the, the job's already won, and so we don't need to worry about it. But uh, yeah, Biden, the most popular president in U.S. history with 81 million votes, it, it looks like he's not looking that popular right now. So shocker, that was a real shock to me. I'm sure it is to all of you guys as well. And uh, on that note, so David, David Axelrod was one of Obama's um, top uh, advisors, and he's kind of a big shot in the in the Democratic Party when it comes to the direction that the party goes. And he had uh, he had reposted this the, the this poll finding basically, and you can see here that uh, other than Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Michigan. Uh, Trump is leading Biden. So this is something that's making David Axelrod a little bit nervous. And I've thought, uh, I thought back in 2020 that they were just running Biden as some type of doorstop candidate to save a good candidate for 2024. Turns out that they had, uh, that they had other things in mind as far as election night goes. And so my main concern is that that doesn't happen again, regardless of who's running. Um, I got to plug paper ballots anytime I talk about um, elections, because uh, I personally am not going to feel all that confident in any kind of election findings or any kind of election uh, tallies until we move to a paper ballot system. I think that's really important. And I think Tucker Carlson has said the same thing recently. So that's good. Tucker's got a lot of uh, a lot of followers and a lot of influence. So hopefully a lot, a lot more people will start to feel that way. Um, so the next story here, judge tells Trump's lawyer to control him. This is out of the New York trial. Um, I had posted a video of Trump's attorney on my TikTok account. If you go to tiktok.com slash at Dale Upright, you can watch that. But basically she was complaining because she was trying to argue in uh, Trump's defense. And she, the, uh, the judge just basically told her to sit down and stop talking. And obviously that's not really how a court case is supposed to be handled. And uh, Trump goes on in this article, they, they go on to say how Trump is calling it a, a political witch hunt and that um, these are all uh, uh, Democrats going after him and Trump haters. And I would, I would certainly say that's right. I don't think there's any merit in any of these cases. 
Um, and I don't think that there are all that many people who aren't um, radical leftists or vote blue no matter who types who really feel like there's any merit to these cases. Even people, even people on the right who don't um, really support Trump. And they still understand that these uh, that these trials are just to keep him off the ballot. And that goes into our, our next uh, headline here. Extremist expert testifies on Trump's quote unquote violent rhetoric in Colorado 14th Amendment trial. So in this trial in Colorado, they're suing one of the state officials to keep Trump off of the um, presidential ballot in uh, 2024 presidential race. And uh, what a lot of people are saying is Trump is whoever the Republican nominee is probably isn't going to ring, win Colorado anyway. Um, but but uh, I guess the angle that some people think is that uh, that the Democrats, if they do lose, they're going to they're going to want him. They're going to want Trump off of the ballot in some of these big uh, blue states so that they can point to the uh, popular vote, which hopefully most people understand that doesn't matter. Um, and some people think that we should move to a system of uh, popular vote, and that's not a good idea at all. Um, if you don't live in California or New York, your vote won't matter um, if that is the way that it goes. But um, if they if they were to lose, and Trump is not on the ballot, then they can point to the popular vote and they can say, well, look how big the margin is. You know, um, our candidate had 10, 10 million more popular vote or 20 million more of the popular vote and they still lost. And then the, and then they can use that as, uh, you know, as justification to push through a popular vote system. Um, which, uh, yeah, that's not a good idea. But anyway, with this case, uh, the extremist expert that they have testifying, I thought that some of the stuff that this guy was saying was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, I couldn't find a video on it, but if you can uh, look up this, uh, this guy, um, I'll see if I can find his name. But he uh, basically was saying Pete Simi. Pete Simi is this guy's name. He, uh, he's a far-right extremist for more than 20 years, according to the Colorado Newsline here. But this guy says that um, one of the things he said that's not in this article, but that I did see is that if, uh, if you believe that corruption is a big problem with the government and with the institutions uh, in this country, then you are a far-right extremist. So I can think of a whole lot of Democrats who would agree with that statement. In fact, in fact, I think Congress has single-digit approval ratings. Mainstream media has single-digit approval ratings. So everyone pretty much knows that we're being screwed over by our government and that corruption is a huge problem. Um, they just can't decide where most of the corruption is coming from, whether it's from the right or the left. And some people, um, and I would agree with them, say that it's coming from both the right and the left. Uh, but uh, certainly it seems like uh, lately uh, more from the left, um, especially with the Democratic platform and how it just is openly against the interests and values of the American people. At least the Republicans will say that they want the things that the American people want, and then they just won't give it to them. The Democrats will tell you that they're just going to screw you over and they're going to shove down some agenda down your throat because of this 10% minority of people that uh, believe that it's a, a really big deal and that it needs to happen. 
Um, so this guy says, uh, you know, if you think corruption is a big problem, you're a far right extremist. He says that um, referencing 1776 is a, a far right uh, uh, dog whistle. He says that when Trump uh, told his uh, told his uh, followers on January 6th to uh, peacefully protest, that that was a dog whistle to his far right extremist uh, followers. That they should that they should uh, attack the Capitol, and uh, so it's 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 ridiculous at this point. Um, uh, they'll 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 turn anything upside down just to uh, just to get this guy off of the ballot, and uh, and it's crazy. I think the more that they investigate him, and the more they show their their face and their hand, uh, it it just makes Trump's approval ratings go up and up and up the more that they uh go after this guy so i wonder if they actually were to throw him in jail i think that he would just get a boost in the poll numbers and that people would like him more um because of how untrusting we are of our judicial system of our mainstream media and of the current administration so and then the last article i have for you guys was a, a funny one i won't go too far in, into it but the the Home Depot founder calls Biden a dunce, says president is a puppet. Sounds like far-right extremist uh, content to me. This guy might be a far-right extremist, but it's, it goes on to say Home Depot co-founder Bernie Marcus, who has railed against socialism, corporate wokeness, and the Biden administration recently spoke with Fox Business' Charles Gasparino about why he is in a particularly pissed-off mood these days. Quote, I've said this to all my friends, anybody who would listen. If this election goes the way the last one went, this country will be a third world country. The 94-year-old billionaire told Gasparino. Yeah, a lot of people would say that it's starting to look like that now already. And I can tell you, uh, despite, uh, you know, despite Trump's shortcomings on some of the issues, um, at least when it comes to the economic um subject i think most people at least can agree that we miss two dollar gas and uh you know eggs that didn't cost five dollars for for a dozen and a half um so or or big mac meals that that didn't cost eighteen dollars right that was another story i was thinking about running tonight um something that grips the hearts of americans uh, something that will really open the eyes of the American people is the $18 Big Mac uh, meal. So if you don't want to pay $18, I guess you're just going to have to have to vote for Trump. So that's all I got for you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe to the channel. And uh, for any audio listeners, I have the, uh, I have the links in the description. I'll have the article links in the description below as well. And thank you guys, and I'll see you guys on Thursday.